Start Your Engines. We're back for another hour, another day of y'all talk with a southern accent with your host, John Rawl. Hey, if you want to connect to us, our number 803-816-1170. Our website, y'all.com. On Facebook, find us at y'all.com. Social media, Instagram, Twitter, at y'all show. And that just about covers it. Other than the streaming apps that you can find each and every day. We're at iHeartRadio. We're also the TuneIn Radio app and Apple Apple iTunes podcast app. All of those just simply search for Y'all Show, and it's a free show download. Ready, willing, and able for you. Plus, we're on great radio stations across the Southeast, and we appreciate all of you who tune us in each and every day as we broadcast two hours of great talk about the South. Well, coming up on today's Y'all Show, we've got more feedback, and sadly, the number went up on Monday of the victims in El Paso, Texas, the victims of the mass shooting there. And we've got some developments there on that front to relay to you, plus more headlines from across the South that we'll get to in just a second. Then later this hour, we've got some political headlines as today is election day in the state of Mississippi. And over the last couple of days, a lot of political candidates in the Magnolia State they went to Philadelphia, Mississippi for the Neshoba County Fair, and they spoke there. And we've kind of got a little recap of some of the fun that went on in Neshoba at the county fair there. It's world famous, the Neshoba County Fair, not all that far from Meridian, Mississippi. And we'll tell you about the candidates for Mississippi statewide office that were there and who's on the ballot today. All that in our political report. Plus, hey, kind of stealing a page from Mississippi, Kentucky gets together each year when it is election time. And they get, get they got together the other day in western Kentucky, about as far as you can get in western Kentucky. And all the big wigs in Kentucky politics from the governor to Senator McConnell and more were there. And we'll tell you about that Republican and Democratic gathering in Western Kentucky in our political report. Plus, President Trump's going to end up canceling something due to the El Paso and Dayton shootings. He was set to have a rally in Florida. We've got an update on that in our political report. And then we'll go to the Bertelsmann Foundation. They put a video up on YouTube that I just was really impressed by. And it's a video about Southern politics. And it's called Not at the Dinner Table. And I'll let you hear some of that YouTube report from the Bertelsmann Foundation in our Southern Political Report coming up later this hour. When we get to the second hour of today's Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent, we'll start it off with Sports Lanyap. We've got news in the second hour for the Hawks and the Hawks. I said that correctly. The Hawks and Hawks. That's the theme for the second hour of today's Y'all Show. Why the Hawks? Well, I'm talking about the NBA's Atlanta Hawks. And they've got a player signed up for now, I think it's his 22nd year in the NBA. He's going to be suiting up in the red and black and gold of the Atlanta Hawks of the NBA. And we'll let you know about this likable Southern legend that's going to be playing basketball once again in Atlanta this year. So we'll tell you about that in our Hawks spotlight and other sports news coming your way in sports land yeah including some college football information that we'll pass along plus we're going to walk through thursday night's nfl week one preseason matchups all that in our sports laggy nappy i said it's hawks and hawks that we'll talk about in the second hour in addition to the atlanta hawks news that we'll pass along to you 
We'll also talk about hocks, as in ham hocks, because our barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hermans, is going to be dropping by to talk about pork items available at your local butcher shop. And I don't know if you can get a ham hock there at the local butcher shop. I know you can get it at the grocery store. Remember, ham hocks are usually cooked and ready for you to throw in a mess of greens or whatever you want to serve up green-wise. Chances are your local butcher shop will not have ham hocks. But all the other pork products that are available at your butcher shop, Matt Hermans is going to walk us through this. Remember, last week on the show, he walked us through all of the beef products available at your butcher shop. And now, this week, he's going to talk pork products. And I'll give you a little bit of a heads up. We're not going to get finished today talking about pork products. We're going to have to carry it over into next week. There's so many pork items available that we're we're simply going to run out of time today. But... It's going to be fascinating radio conversation with the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue in the second hour of today's show. You do not want to miss it. Well, thank you again for tuning in. Y'all talk with a Southern accent here as we have a very hard week to get through with the headlines that have come out of Texas and Ohio. And as mentioned, the death toll in El Paso climbed to 22 on Monday as two more victims died and also the mayor of el paso d margo announced at a news conference that president donald trump is planning to visit el paso on wednesday it's an early sign of emotions already running high immediately uh, he's trying to defend his decision to welcome the president hey the mayor did the right thing it's the president the president wants to come and this is common when there's a tragedy the president of the united states often flies in in fact when he doesn't fly in <clears throat> hurricane katrina back in 2005 president george w bush was man he was crucified for that decision and i'm not saying it wasn't the right decision to to crucify him for flying literally flying over the gulf coast when he had a chance to maybe drop down and say hello he flew right past him on his way back from crawford texas to washington dc president trump yes he he should go to el paso whether he should go wednesday or not i don't know it might be a little too soon and it wouldn't matter who the president is. It it might be best if he pushes this, pushes this back into next week, perhaps. Let the people have funerals, for goodness sakes. I, I think that would probably be a smarter decision. I think he should go. I don't think he should give in to the pressure of him not coming at all. Some of the Democratic leaders of West Texas and El Paso specifically, including the congresswoman there, she does not want him coming whatsoever. But the mayor is all for it because as he said that's his duty he's the president he wants to come he he shall come of course the congresswoman i'm talking about is congresswoman escobar who took over beto o'rourke's position there after he decided to run for the u.s senate and she wants the president to stay away from el paso more to come there but again we saw two more deaths on monday that death toll now up to 22 and this is an area that's been very proud of its history of being one of the safest cities in the country and that's overcoming years of drug cartel driven violence around just around the corner in in juarez mexico where thousands of people have died there across the mexican border from el paso but el paso still had one of the nation's lowest crime rates police reported 23 murders in 2018 and 20 the year before that so this rampage over, over the weekend is now a year's worth of bloodshed, at least historically, in El Paso, Texas, in a very, very difficult situation there. And again, El Paso, sadly, not alone, 
as Dayton, Ohio had that mass shooting over the weekend as well. And our prayers, our assistance, our thoughts, and so much more go out to both of those communities. And as we said on Monday's Y'all Show, and if you missed it, go to our archives. Y'all Show, our archives are available at y'all.com. You can find our archives at iHeartRadio, for example. Go back and listen to some of our conversation, especially with Jerry Short in the second hour of Monday's show. We laid it all out there. We talked about things that could help make a difference, including maybe making these revisions on AR-15s. Jerry Short owns an AR-15. He's okay with reducing the amount of ammo that you can have in a clip, for example. That's just one tangible change that could make a difference. Now, I know we've got a lot of you out there, and I'm a fan about our rights as citizens and don't let the government tell us every decision that needs to be made. Libertarians, I'm I'm on your side, but I, I really think we should change some of these laws. In fact, I'm a very much a state's rights guy. I think essentially all these decisions need to be done on the state level instead of the federal level. But I think every state that doesn't do it should really be called out. And I think most of them will go along. We, I think we've reached a point where something, everybody knows something's got to be tangibly done to make a difference. And it's not asking that much to reduce the clip size on AR-15 specifically, but maybe making a lot of this stuff get reduced, not taking guns away, just maybe modifying how these things are packaged. Remember, it wasn't that long ago where they made that change on a bump stock after the Las Vegas shooting, and that seems to have gone over without too much problem, and we should do something similar now and hopefully keep reduction of these things from happening. But a very, very rough weekend for sure across our country with these two mass shootings. All right. In Wrightsville Beach, North Carolina, not far from Wilmington, North Carolina, a North Carolina rescue official says more than 40 people had to be saved from dangerous rip currents at this beach in just one day. And the Ocean Rescue Director for Wrightsville Beach, Dave Baker, confirmed that dozens of swimmers were rescued from rip currents on late afternoon Sunday. He said red flags indicating a high rip current hazard were flying all day. Wrightsville Beach says that when red flags are in the air, swimmers are discouraged from getting in the water and conditions are seen as potentially life-threatening to those who enter. Remember, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida have all had their their share here this spring and summer of shark bites. And here we are having rip current woes across this part of the Atlantic Ocean. The National Weather Service reported the risk for rip currents across North Carolina's coast Sunday was moderate, meaning swimmers could swim near a lifeguard and pay attention to warnings and beach officials. But luckily, luckily, I don't think we had any drownings, at least in Wrightsville Beach, over the weekend. That's wonderful news. And I need to get an expert on here. I guess people are still going to be out in the ocean of our Southland over the next couple of weeks before the current or the water gets a little too cool come mid to late September. Really should have somebody come on and give us some pointers on rip currents and overcoming those if you get swept up in a rip current. It doesn't mean death. You can get out of it. Here in this case in North Carolina, 40 people got out of it, luckily, but people had to come assist in a lot of cases. And we don't want to have any more of our Southerners or Americans, period, having to drown needlessly. We told you on Monday's Y'all Show about Kentucky Senator Mitch McConnell having a little health scare of the weekend where he fell and I think he broke his shoulder. Well, oddly enough, 
Kentucky's other U.S. Senator, Rand Paul, he had to undergo surgery for health issues stemming from that assault at his house. And the senator announced via Twitter that he's recovering after having the surgery over the weekend. Remember, he had his lung damaged in a 2017 assault where his neighbor, a 60-year-old neighbor, was then sentenced to jail and a year probation following that attack, which he claimed stemmed from issues with lawn care and his neighbor piling brush on his property. Well, Rand Paul was down in Nashville from his home in Bowling Green over the weekend where he had part of his lung that was damaged. He had it removed at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. In his tweet, Senator Paul announced that he would be limiting his August activities to give himself time to recover. Very, very unfortunate thing for Senator Paul to have had to go through this. I mean, this has been almost two years now since that assault. And to have part of his lung removed in in Nashville at Vanderbilt University Medical Center, a very scary thing. And again, Senator Mitch McConnell, he also was in the hospital this past weekend after he fell on his patio and fractured that shoulder. And he's back home in Louisville. So maybe these two U.S. senators from the Commonwealth of Kentucky could saddle up next to each other in some kind of recovery place and do work side by side. Maybe it might be the most amount of time they spend with each other as they recovered from surgeries this past weekend. We wish both Senators McConnell and Rand Paul the best as they recover in the Commonwealth. Remember that guy that sent a bomb to the Hillary Clinton camp and also to other Democrats? Well, this amateur bodybuilder who admitted sending the inoperative pipe bombs to prominent Democrats and CNN has now been sentenced to 20 years in prison and Caesar Sayok, a 57-year-old man, wept and crossed himself with the uh, U.S. District Judge Jed Rakoff announced his sentence. Sayok, earlier this year, pleaded guilty to explosives charges for mailing 16 pipe bombs days before the midterm elections last fall. This guy, again, a one-time stripper and pizza delivery man from Aventura, Florida, he apologized to the victims, saying he was so very sorry for what he did. And those targets that he mailed these bombs in the mail to included Hillary Clinton, former Vice President Joe Biden, several members of Congress, former President Barack Obama, actor Robert De Niro, and then to the offices of CNN in both New York and Atlanta. And now this man off to jail for what looks like to be a 20-year sentence for those pipe bombs that he mailed to Democrats a couple of years back. And I say, lock the key once he gets to jail, friends. It's pretty pretty darn stupid i think he was looking for the attention hey some great news speaking of politics let's go to some positive news as congratulations to jenna bush hager she's got a son and president george w bush has a grandson as she gave birth to a son on monday henry harold hager or Hal for short is the third child that jenna bush hager has with her husband henry hager along with Mila, age six, and Poppy, age three. This is their first son and George W. Bush's first grandson. So baby W is alive and doing well. He's seven pounds and five ounces. Jenna Bush Hager called into the Today Show, where she works on Monday, to share the news and said that the baby's first name comes from her husband and his middle name comes from her grandfather, Laura Bush's father, Harold Welch. His big sisters are already calling the baby Hal Pal, she said. So congratulations to both Jenna Bush Hager and her husband, whose name is Henry Hager, and, of course, her grand, her, the baby's grandparents. 
former First Lady Barbara, and of course the former president, the 43rd president of the United States, George W. Bush. Got him a grandson. Maybe he can take him out to that ranch in Crawford and show him a good fishing hole one of these days. Hey, how about some education news? And this comes from Columbia, South Carolina. And no, this isn't news about the University of South Carolina there. No, this is about Benedict College there just right off of downtown Columbia as Benedict College has been named the HBCU of the year by a national organization. And this is great news for the college's new president, Rosalind Artist. It's her first experience with a historically black college, and she has done a great job in a very short amount of time as she got this award for Benedict College, receiving this honor from a national organization that focuses on historically black colleges and universities as HBCU Digest, short for Historically Black Colleges and Universities, awarded Benedict with its highest annual honor, HBCU of the year. Benedict College is a private Baptist school with an enrollment of 2100 in downtown Columbia, just off of Taylor Street, and it was nominated for six total awards, including Best Female President and Board of Trustees of the Year, according to the release from the organization. So great job, Benedict College, or should I say Benedict University? Now, there's still a college. Most colleges have become universities here, but Benedict's still a college, and I like that. Named the HBCU of the Year. And all I can say to all you Benedict fans out there, go Tigers. Because that's your mascot, of course, if you don't know anything about Benedict College in Columbia, South Carolina. Hey, more news coming from the Palmetto State. If you want to go down to Hilton Head and you see something floating around out there in the surf or up on the sand and it looks like a hotel towel, well, chances are it probably is a hotel hotel towel as clumps of hotel towels are all over the shores of Hilton Head Island and it's creating hazards for wildlife activists say the towels invade the shores each year but this season's piles of hotel towels has gained a lot of attention that the town of hilton head has had to intervene photos of the piles have been posted online and it's prompted hilton head to announce that it would has contacted officials from every major beachfront resort about the problem okay here's the deal as ross perot would say here's the deal the late great ross perot Okay, Hilton Head, just like every other beach resort town, you can go out on the beach from your hotel, okay? Well, it looks like a lot of lazy tourists, and you know who I'm talking about here, take those beach towels out on the beach, and they don't bring them back. They litter them, and it's causing a problem. Hundreds of hotel towels, probably a lot of those are pretty large-sized towels. They're made for wrapping you up when you go down to the pool, and people aren't bringing them back, and they are causing what's called they're not a traditional type of litter they shouldn't be there and the organization that cleans the beach says that they're having a real problem as people are kind of leaving them there or leaving them in their rented beach chairs and it's just a problem so when you're at hilton head or any other of our great southern beaches for goodness sake take your towel back to the hotel and don't let our seagulls or in this case there might be a great turtle one of those turtles that crawls up along the shores of south carolina that might mistake that towel for something else let's get that towel back where it belongs take it home take the towel home with you not literally take it back to your hotel where they'll clean it 
and it won't cost you a thing and it'll make the beaches so much prettier i don't care if that's at hilton head or if you're going to be at pensacola beach for goodness sakes do the right thing okay i'm not done talking about the south here so just deal with it y'all when we come back i'm going to tell you about cracker barrel we've got some news coming from cracker barrel and some of the history of cracker barrel plus more tennessee restaurant news the man in black has a restaurant named after him that's just opened up in nashville i've got news on that plus animal news to tell you about and our last headline today it's from the ridiculous category it's got to do with the Auburn Tigers and the Georgia Bulldogs. You're not going to believe this story coming from Cumming, Georgia. All that ahead as we continue on with more of y'all talk with a Southern accent. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it can overpower you, overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away. So you can get back to running, throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, CrossFit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Use as directed. Just a few years ago, Mozambique's Nyasa National Reserve in southern Africa was a danger zone for elephants. Organized gangs of poachers took them down by the thousands for their ivory tusks. Conservationists and governments got together to eliminate poaching. Today, Nyasa hasn't lost a single elephant in more than a year. With your support, we can keep places like Nyasa safe. Find out more at 96elephants.org.
Isn't that a cool song? Taking you back to 1988 for that one. Darlene from T. Graham Brown. And his Tinas is going to be on with us in the second hour of tomorrow's Y'all. You do not want to miss our conversation with country music singer and just all-around cool guy, T. Graham Brown. He's going to be on in the second hour. You don't want to miss this guy who had a couple of hit songs back in the 1980s, recently nominated for a Grammy album in gospel music, and again had three number one songs in country music, was a spokesperson for Taco Bell back in the 80s when they were kind of getting up and going. And just a fun, loving, and just has a great story. T. Graham Brown, our special guest on Wednesday's Y'all Show. You don't want to miss out on the fun from his T-ness. Now, speaking of where T lives now, Middle Tennessee, the Nashville area, let's go to Lebanon, Tennessee, Wilson County to be specific. And that is where 50 years ago, Cracker Barreled Old Country Store was created. And back in 1969, Founder Danny Evans opened up the first store where it began as a gas station, eatery, and a gift shop. Now, that store, the original location, closed around 1984. Cracker Barrel, that first store in Lebanon, Tennessee. Well, guess what? We've got some news as restoration plans for that original Cracker Barrel Old Country store have been chopped. As it appears, Cracker Barrel is going to let that store be demolished, it looks like. The building is too deteriorated to be successfully restored. The company will instead salvage some pieces to use in future endeavors like a heritage project that could include a museum connected to that Lebanon store. The building was saved from demolition last month and moved to the Wilson County Fairgrounds. The plan was to restore the building and permanently add it to the Fiddler's Grove Historic Village, which includes several artifacts that reflect Wilson County, Tennessee. But again, it looks like this thing's too far gone. Too many cornbread and biscuits and pancakes served at that original Cracker Barrel Old Country store. And we're going to have to say goodbye, it looks like, to that store right there off of Interstate 40, east of Nashville in Lebanon, Tennessee. And I bet you, if you're listening to me and you're in the South, you've been to a Cracker Barrel at some point here in the last couple of days. <laughs> Not even months. Somewhere in the last couple of days. I bet you. Isn't Cracker Barrel one of our great Southern places to go see as we go across the South? It is a welcome sign. I was out West a couple of months ago. And once I got past, I think, Amarillo, Texas, I didn't see any more Cracker Barrels for a couple of days until I got back to about 30 minutes outside of Kansas City, Kansas just outside of Topeka, between Topeka and Kansas City is where I saw my first Cracker Barrel. And even though I was in Kansas when I saw that thing coming back east, I was like, I feel at home. I can go in there and have me some cornbread. I can have me some fried chicken. They have those, man, if you want to, to devour, if you haven't eaten in a couple of months and you like fried chicken, go have the Cracker Barrel fried chicken that they're serving up now because I'll tell you what, they give you some large size portions of fried chicken. I think they give you like two breasts and a couple other pieces of chicken. You will not be hungry when you leave Cracker Barrel if you have their new fried chicken. I don't know what took so long to get that on the menu. Maybe that wasn't served up 50 years ago in Lebanon, but it sure is being served up now and it's delish. Okay, enough of my cracker barrel talk i want to talk about the man in black johnny cash and some news on the man in black when it comes to restaurants as johnny cash kitchen and saloon is now officially open in downtown nashville 
as members of the Cash and Carter family welcome patrons into the kitchen and saloon, and it recreates the warmth of Johnny and June Carter Cash's home. John Carter Cash, Tommy Cash, his brother, Joanne Cash, and Carlene Carter. That's Johnny's stepdaughter, and uh, I guess it was June Carter's daughter who had her own country music career, of course. They were among those that christened the stage, singing songs like the Carter family favorite, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? And Johnny's sister, Joanne, told a local TV station that she's so overwhelmed about this venue, about this place. I almost don't have the words to say. It is so Johnny. It depicts his entire life. From the jailhouse bars on the stage downstairs to the feeling of redemption upstairs, it depicts many of the facets of Johnny Cash's life. And this is a pretty cool place. I didn't know this was getting ready to open. Now, this ends up being the latest celebrity-type restaurant in Nashville. You've got Kid Rock's big honking honky tonk there you got john rich's redneck riviera i know jason aldean's got something there luke bryan's got something i I need to go open up something you need to go open up something in nashville tennessee this place sits next to the johnny cash museum and which that opened six years ago and has earned the spot as one of the most visited places in downtown nashville this is again johnny cash's restaurant where you'll find country soul food at the heart of the new saloon and much, much more. I have got to go check it out. Food served till 8, and then the new restaurant, and then it's 20 went up at a bar after that time. But when you go to Nashville, check out this new venue in downtown Nashville. Johnny Cash Kitchen and Saloon officially open in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. I, I went to Tootsie's about uh, three weeks ago for the first time in a long, long time, and I didn't realize tootsies is now about a four-story venue from the basement all the way to up on the rooftop and i actually liked it up there better and that's maybe the most famous place in downtown nashville it was crowded i was there on like a wednesday night so it should have it probably only gets more crowded than that but i love nashville and it's great to see someone like the johnny cash family coming together and having this venue for all of us and it's good to see his brother was there his sister was there Tommy Cash, by the way, Six White Horses singer. I had a chance to hang out with him uh, many years ago as he came by the y'all booth at Fanfare one time. And uh, he's so cool. He really is. He, he's You'd never know he was Johnny Cash's brother. He doesn't necessarily go out promoting it that much. He's just a cool guy. He's just the kind of guy you'd want to hang out and talk to. And yeah, he actually did have a hit song. As I said, Six White Horses. But really, music hasn't even been his career, I don't think. I don't know what all he's done, but tommy cash his name if you want to go look up that song sometime on youtube and and good to know he's still out promoting big brother all right let's talk about some dogs if you don't mind all right good and bad news for dogs okay a neighborhood in virginia had its mail service disrupted for about three weeks after a yorkie it it bit a postal carrier and this is in danville virginia the neighborhood's one of the two in Danville to have mail service disrupted because of this dog and its bites. The second neighborhood there had the service suspended because carriers were being chased by a pit bull. And the Postal Service had a spokesperson that said action was necessary to prevent carriers from being attacked. Mail carriers in Virginia were bitten by dogs 153 times in 2018 and 143 times in 2017. We've got dogs out of control in the Commonwealth of virginia home delivery in the neighborhood with that yorkie there in danville resumed when the dog's owner installed a curbside mailbox and put up a fence well thank you homeowner for that but hey to all our mail carriers out there we kind of 
kind of laugh about it. It's no joke. How would you like to be any kind of delivery person, whether you're the postal service or a UPS driver, FedEx, and you got dogs chasing you and biting you? Our hat to you, our 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 salute to you. I wonder if some of those people carry treats to kind of have a a countermeasure when those dogs are out of control. Another canine American story, and this one's a more happy story to pass along here on today's Y'all Show. How about this Texas dog as a dog named Luna had 20 puppies born to Luna in Texas this week. The veterinarian that helped deliver it says that they've never in their career, career seen such a special delivery. 20 pups born to one dog. Luna is a rescue lab mix, and Luna was running loose on a local Texas road and picked up by animal control. When her labor wasn't progressing, animal control called in reinforcements, and the vet ended up performing a C-section. But luckily, Dr. Roy Wilmoth said that he was able to help Luna out and give Luna and her 20 pups life. They will help bottle feed the brood since Luna can't keep up. And when they're weaned, volunteers will find them a forever home. Isn't that a great story coming from Texas right there with this? This dog and its 20 pups. Luna, way to go. You're one lucky dog. All right, speaking of dogs, how about them dogs, Georgia Bulldog fans? In Cumming, Georgia, just to the north of Atlanta and Forsyth County, the new police chief of Cumming, he had to do more than promise to protect and serve. He also had to swear off all allegiance to his alma mater and take a new side in a famous football rivalry. The Deep South's oldest rivalry is what I'm talking about because Cummings' new police chief, David Marsh, was sworn in for real. And when he was sworn in, Mayor Troy Brumbelow administered a jocular mock oath to the 2003 Auburn graduate. The phony oath referenced the storied rivalry between the Georgia Bulldogs and those Auburn Tigers. And the phony oath called on Marsh to answer all cries of War Eagle with Go Dogs and to ban any and all Auburn paraphernalia from police department property. (laughs) Before becoming police chief, Chief Marsh had been with the Forsyth County Sheriff's Office for about 15 years. But now, no War Eagle nonsense going on in coming Georgia when you're traveling there. Uh, 400, Georgia 400, north of Atlanta, maybe heading up to the outlets in Dawsonville. You better not get stopped there in coming Georgia and say War Eagle, a roll tide, or to hell with Georgia if you're a Georgia Tech fan. It's all about them dogs in coming GA. Well, that is a look at our headlines from across the South. We've got some political news to tell you about. Hey, it's Election Day in the Magnolia State. We've got a quick preview of that, plus some news from Western Kentucky where they got together and had a big political blowout here over the past weekend. And we also have some video that we will share with you, the audio portion from the Burlesman Foundation. They had a great article and great video up about Southern politics. We'll have all that here as we close out our first hour of Y'all talk with a southern accent i promise we'll be right back after this break this is a cow a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair but cheese only lasts so long the impression a small business makes needs to last much longer that's why vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at 9.99 choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own the choice is yours the time is now get 500 business cards starting at 9.99 with promo code 8282 that's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com 
Vistaprint. Own the now. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Please take me back home to Mississippi. Please take me back home to Mississippi. One, a two, a three, uh, uh, yeah. a afro. Before South Central, Palmdale, Flossin, a state in a place called Palmer's Crossing, Hattiesburg, uh, Mississippi, smoking marijuana like a Woodstock hippie. All my <laughs> homies in La Roque, Meg Barrow, buy my rap tape tomorrow. <laughs> Tell DJ Pumpkin, keep it crunk and Clyde. Request my tape when you go inside. Attention, Mississippians. Get ready to go to the polls today. It is primary day in the Magnolia State. Welcome back. It is the time of week where we focus on politics and our Southern political report of the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Yes, if you are a registered Republican or Democrat in Mississippi, you have primaries going on today, statewide offices on the ballot, governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, and then in your different counties, you've got supervisors on the ballot. It's a big day. You know all too well if you're a Mississippian because you've seen the commercials, you've seen the ads in your newspaper, you've seen Facebook ads and such, and we've talked about it here on the Y'all Show. So yes, get out there. We'll have all the coverage of the winners on Wednesday's Y'all Show. Now, one of the great lead-ins to Mississippi's statewide elections is the Neshoba County Fair. That's held each summer in Philadelphia, Mississippi. But boy, it's a lot more exciting when you have an election like statewide elections going right before the state, the county fair there in Neshoba County. And that's what just happened as you had the Neshoba County Fair wrapping up here in the last couple of days. So last week, most of your major statewide candidates found their way to East Mississippi to attend the Neshoba County Fair. And I've been there before. Frankly, it might be the closest time I've ever come to death at the Neshoba County Fair. 
around 2005, my partner, business partner, Keith and I, we decided to go hand out free copies of Y'all Magazine to the Neshoba County Fair. And if you don't know anything how that thing works, they have these great little houses people have built, shacks, some might call them. Some of them are really nice. And they are there for the sole purpose of being there that one week out of the year. And families come in there and just load them up for a week. You'll have 20 people living in these little small houses for the week of the Neshoba County Fair. It's, I think it's called the South's Largest House Party. It's really cool. It really is. In fact, the year that I went there, it was a year of 2007, maybe, and I saw because guess what? Their mother is from Philadelphia, Mississippi. The Mannings were there. I saw Peyton and Eli and his brother, along with Archie, all right there at their little house, right when you come in the gate at the Neshoba County Fair. And the reason they do that is because, A, that's where they're from. But this was in the height of their NFL career. And the Neshoba County Fair was kind of their last hurrah as a family before each of the boys had to go off to the NFL, which Eli, of course, is still in the NFL with the New York football giants. I guess Peyton's got more time to go to the Neshoba County Fair and hang out these days. But it's just a really cool thing. And, And so last week you saw a lot of the candidates go down to Philadelphia or up wherever they are in the Magnolia State and campaign. And a lot of it is pretty funny. In fact, a woman running for state treasurer on the ballot today is Democrat Addie Lee Green. And she held up a couple of $2 bills and told the crowd that she wants to take care of Mississippi's piggy bank. And she didn't divulge her age, but says she's been active in civil rights work and in state politics for decades. And wearing a big white hat and an American flag scarf, she demonstrated some dance moves at the end of her speech. She, just like every other candidate, they brought humor and more. I actually know the guy running for lieutenant governor on the ballot today, and he was quite humorous, which he normally isn't there at the Neshoba County Fair. So just a great summertime thing where Republicans and Democrats like go there and and they get a big, big crowd. Ronald Reagan stopped by there when he was campaigning for president back in 1980. And a really neat summertime tradition in Mississippi, the Neshoba County Fair. Now, in Kentucky, they do a similar thing at Fancy Farm. This is a political speaking event, which kind of begins the the fall campaign season in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And you had Governor Matt Bevin stop by there this past weekend as he was there. His hecklers shouted Moscow Mitch to Mitch McConnell whenever he got up the podium. And those were the Republicans. Then you had Democrats speaking there. It was a a big time there in western Kentucky at Fancy Farm. Again, this is a political junkie's heyday in western Kentucky when the candidates for statewide offices and U.S. Senate and more all join Democrats and Republicans alike for the fancy farm political picnic, I think is what it's called, in western Kentucky. And that was this past weekend in the Commonwealth. That was before, I guess, Mitch McConnell took a tumble there at his house in Louisville. President Donald Trump was scheduled to go to Florida, but now he's going to postpone that after the mass shootings in both Texas and Ohio. He was scheduled to go to Central Florida today, but that trip has been postponed. The president scheduled to discuss Medicare during an event at the Villages today, and the president said the visit has been postponed, but a rescheduled date is going to be announced, but we're not really sure of that again as we told you earlier this hour the president trying to get to el paso on wednesday to pay his respects to the victims of the mass shooting there 
How about this story coming from Middle Tennessee in McManville? A federal lawsuit accuses the brother of former Vice President Joe Biden, hedge fund manager Michael Lewitt, and others of attempting to defraud a Tennessee business. The reports say that the defendants have until mid-August to respond to the lawsuit filed last month by Michael Fry and Dr. Mohanad Azim. It says the plaintiffs founded diverse medical management to reform failing rural hospitals, and Jim Biden promised to sell the health care plan to investors. The lawsuit says that Biden and Lewitt then promised $10 million was going to be invested, but the investors never materialized and that Lewitt then threatened to sue the plaintiffs for not making payments on the borrowed cash. A developing story again out of Middle Tennessee there with Joe Biden's brother and a hedge fund manager accused of fraud in the volunteer state. Not exactly Biden country there in McMinnville, Tennessee. Well, I recently found a video on YouTube from the Bertelsmann Foundation. That's a a very worthy foundation that does a lot of different work. And they put up a video called Not at the Dinner Table. It has to do with Southern politics. And here as we close out our political report here on today's Y'all Show, I just want to give you a sample of what some of the lingo is being said on this video. Maybe you'll be able to extract something of value here. And this is not a, I don't think, a Southern-based foundation, so it's always interesting to hear what the people outside of the South have to say about our region, specifically our politics. So here's a clip. Go to the YouTube channel for the Bertelsmann Foundation to watch this in its entirety, not at the dinner table. Enjoy. Although the vast majority of Alabamians identify as Christian and close to half as evangelical, religion remains a topic that people are uncomfortable discussing. John Little Wilson, a successful artist in Birmingham, sees this tension on a regular basis. People ask, what is my art about? I like for it to have a lot of different possible interpretations. One of which is that the monkeys which I paint are sort of pre-evolutionary and the robots are sort of post. And so it's sort of these bookends of evolution. And (laughs) to a group of People who take the Bible uh, literally, uh, who don't believe in evolution, that can cause some tension. My family can be sensitive about religion more because they are like so religious. Um, so I just don't say anything. I, I've, I've learned my lesson. Like if I want to keep the peace, I just, I just, I just accept what they want because I'm way more open to like listening versus um, arguing like you like yeah. to do sometimes. <laughs> Although many families find religion and political issues difficult to discuss, Wayne's family speaks openly when they get together at his grandmother's house. I'm old enough to know that some people die for people have the right to vote. That means a lot. I saw people get uh, uh, fire holes put on their dogs. Voting is very important. It's people not about the that. vote. It used to be about the vote. But now it's about being informed who you voting voting for. for. That's correct. A lot of people end up voting for people they have no idea Uh what these people are stand for or what they're going to do. So if I got someone that's all about the correctional system, and just because they're a Democrat, but they stand for the correctional system, why would I vote for them? Right. They have tricked them so bad that they vote one ticket. 
And that, a clip from the video, Not at the Dinner Table, put out by the Bertelsmann Foundation. I encourage you to go to YouTube and learn more about what this organization says about our region's politics. And that will wrap up our Tuesday political report on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Hang on, we've got Sports Lanyap at the start of the next hour, NFL, NBA, and a little college football news to pass along to you here on this Tuesday edition. Plus, our barrister of Bodacious Barbecue is going to be on to talk about pork. Oh, it's going to be delicious. So stay with us. The Y'all Show with John Rawl will be right back. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it can overpower you, overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away. So you can get back to running, throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, crossfit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Uses directed. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. It's Sports Lanyap time as we begin the second hour of the Tuesday Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with your host, John Rawl. We've got the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue coming up in just a few minutes as we're going to talk about hawks with him, as in ham hawks. But we start out our Sports Lanyap talking about the hawks, not hawks, but hawks, as in Atlanta hawks of the NBA and news from the ATL as the Atlanta Hawks are going to have a guy back for another year, an eight-time NBA All-Star, former North Carolina Tar Heel great, former Mainland High School great, Daytona Beach, Florida, by the way. Vince Carter, 42 years old, has signed up for his 22nd season in the NBA. Vince Carter, who got his NBA career started as a Toronto Raptor, then a New Jersey net, not Brooklyn, New Jersey net. Then he played for the Magic, the Suns, the Mavericks, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Sacramento Kings. And then last year, he started out with the Hawks for the first time in his career. And he's going to stick around Atlanta for, again, his 22nd season 
in the NBA. What a great job. He loves basketball. I saw an interview with him the other day during that NBA Summer League deal, and he was excited about playing for somebody. It didn't matter who it would be. And at 42 years young, Vince Carter signed up for another year of the NBA. In fact, I think I saw where it's a two-year deal that he signed. So good luck, Vince Carter. Going to be pulling for the former North Carolina Tar Heel to defy the pundits and have a great year of basketball at age 42. Pretty cool. Good luck. And now more sports news from the 404 area code as the Atlanta Braves have recalled 2018 All-Star Mike Fultonevich. He's been pulled out of the rotation. And they also have released Kevin Galsman, and the Cincinnati Reds have have acquired Galsman to their roster as the Reds got the right-handed pitcher off waivers from Atlanta, and a corresponding roster move will be made once he reports. And the Braves got Fulton Evich after being called up from AAA Gwinnett, the Stripers, and he's going to take Galsman's spot in the Atlanta Braves rotation. The Braves had demoted Fulton Evich back in June to Gwinnett, and he's posted a 2.67 ERA and 31 strikeouts across 33 and two-thirds innings of work with the AAA Gwinnett Stripers. But back to the major league team for this right-handed pitcher, Mike Fulton Evich. And some, again, developments for the Atlanta Braves, your leaders of the National League East. Well, another team in the National League East is the Miami Marlins, and they had to apologize. I don't know if you saw this from the weekend. They played an uh, an interleague series against their rivals from the AL, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Marlins on Monday had to apologize for making light of Steve Irwin, you know, the, the guy from Australia that used to be on television before he got killed by a stingray. And the Miami Marlins had to apologize about his death in a tweet to the Tampa Bay Rays on Sunday. And what they did is they put out a tweet that said, you're literally the animal that killed Steve Irwin. Log off in response to Tampa Bay Rays baseball, their Twitter account, at Rays Baseball. And so the Marlins had to go back and say, hi, guys, like everyone who grew up watching him, we miss Steve. We are so sorry to have made light of his passing. And so, yes, they are having to talk about an Australian outdoors guy, Steve Irwin, years after his death, the crocodile hunter, the Australian zookeeper who was all over television before his 2006 death at the age of 44 when he was pierced in the heart by a stingray. The, the Miami Marlins kind of stepping on it here this past weekend. Hey, NFL preseason week one begins Thursday. Here's your complete listing of the first night of preseason week one. Colts at Buffalo. The New York football Jets take on the New York football Giants in MetLife Stadium. Washington's at Cleveland. The Patriots are at Detroit. Atlanta plays Miami. The Tennessee Titans go to Philly to take on the Eagles. Jacksonville's at Baltimore. The Carolina Panthers are at Soldier Field to take on the Bears. Houston's at Green bay los angeles is at arizona and seattle hosts the denver broncos that's just thursday night i'm not going to get into the games friday saturday actually i thought there was going to be a game on nbc sunday night there is no week one preseason sunday night football game boo nbc what were you thinking all right college football news brenton cox an outside linebacker for those georgia bulldogs a former five-star recruit 
who's been battling for a starting job this season, has now entered his name into the NCAA transfer portal, and he will not likely play for Georgia here in 2019. Last year, Brenton Cox played in 13 of the 14 games and finished with 20 tackles. He had a career-high six tackles in Georgia's 28-21 loss in the Sugar Bowl to the Texas Longhorns. So he's gone, it appears. Linebacker Brenton Cox of the Georgia Bulldogs. And now some other developments on the college scene. Long time. I mean, I'm talking long time defensive coordinator for the Virginia Tech Hokies. Bud Foster has announced that this year will be his final season as a defensive coordinator of the Hokies. He's been serving as the assistant coach at Virginia Tech for 33 years, most of which were under Frank Beamer. But now Foster, he's going to hang up his whistle after this season. Again, he first joined Frank Beamer's staff in 1987, almost unheard of that a guy would be at any school for that long. But now with the transition to Coach Justin Fuente, he's going to leave after the 2019 season. Bud Foster out as an assistant in Blacksburg. And that's your Sports Land Yap here on this Tuesday. And we've got plenty of ACC talk. We'll actually ask Jonathan Lifeite on Wednesday's show more about Foster's decision to step aside in Blacksburg. Get his take on that and other ACC developments when we have our ACC Spotlight on Wednesday show. And don't forget, on Thursday, we've got our SEC Spotlight and all kinds of college football greatness coming up here on the Y'all Show as we get closer and closer to the start of the season. Well, coming up next, we're going to go to Matt Herman's The Barrister of Bodacious Barbecue and pork is on his mind it's on my mind and i bet you it's on your mind and we're gonna pork it up after the break with the barrister this is y'all stay with us Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirabit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it can overpower you, overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away. So you can get back to running, throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, crossfit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Use as directed. Just a few years ago, Mozambique's Nyasa National Reserve in southern Africa was a danger zone for elephants. Organized gangs of poachers took them down by the thousands for their ivory tusks. Conservationists and governments got together to eliminate poaching. Today, Nyasa hasn't lost a single elephant in more than a year. With your support, we can keep places like Nyasa safe. 
Find out more at 96elephants.org. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. the horrible news that we've had to deal with the last couple of days and perhaps you're having to go back to school if you're a youngster that's not good news here this week we need something to make us all feel a little bit more cheerful something to get our bellies full and that's why each week at this time we go to our go-to guy for cheerfulness matt Herman's the barrister of bodacious barbecue with his sizzling report barrister Welcome back to the Y'all Show, sir. Happy to be back. Can't wait to talk about some barbecue. Yeah, well, last week on the show, if you missed it, we had the barrister help us out. I recently went into a meat company, if you want to call it that, a butcher shop, and I was kind of confused, to be honest. I saw all kinds of items that I had no idea what they were talking about. And here at the Y'all Show, we have a great archives for you to go back and listen to any of our more than 200 shows that we've done since the summer of 2018. And go back to last Tuesday's show, and we will have you listen to the interview that we did with the barrister, where we specifically talked about what butcher shops have when it comes to beef. And we learned all kinds of things about round steak, minute steak, sirloin steaks, and so much. It was so educational. In fact, Barrister, I've had a lot of people say, man, that guy knows his stuff. He knows his meats. Well, I've been studying for the test for <laughs> many, many years. So. Well, you've you done good on the, on the beef. Now, the real, real challenge comes. This is more of the law exam. You've passed... I guess getting out of first grade. Now let's go all the way to the 
law school exam, and that's talking about pork products when we go to our butcher shop. So, oh, yeah. first of all, if you don't go to a butcher shop, you go to, let's say, Walmart or some other no- normal chain out there, Gro- Kroger, HEB in Texas, or other places like that. What do you think of the pork that's available there in the chain stores? Uh, I mean, I would say, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to badmouth the chain stores because, uh, you know, I'm a buy local, eat local type guy. But hey, listen, there's they pretty much have most things that anyone would want to to eat. I mean, you're gonna at any at any point in time, you know, I know in my in my state in Southeast Texas. I can find baby back ribs. I can find spare ribs. I can find pork butt. I can find pork tenderloin. I can find pork loin. I can find ham. I mean, uh, there's no shortage of, of, of pig products. And, you know, some of the specialty cuts, maybe a bone-in, um, a bone-in whole pork belly. You're probably going to have to go to a local butcher shop if you want. Maybe some specific cuts, pork steaks. Uh, sometimes you may need to go to a local shop, maybe bone in uh, pork chops. But, uh, you know, other than that, I would have to say that even the chain places, you're not going to have a shortage of, you know, delicious swine produce there. It's, it's going to be going to be decent. Yeah. Well, I know that some areas of our South may not have all the local butcher shops that you enjoy going to. Right. And unfortunately, you have to go to a Walmart and get some of these pork yeah. products. So if you had to, you're saying it's it's okay. But we prefer you go prefer you go to your local butcher. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm always uh, always that guy, you know, buy locally, local, all that stuff, support your hometown folks. But mm-hmm. I, again, I understand I've lived in places where there is no local meat market to go to. So, yeah. uh, you know, you got to go to your, your chain store and, and you know, if you're still going to have the basics, and I say the basics, like I say, you can have pork shoulder, you can have ribs, probably of different varieties. You're going to have tenderloin, you can have loin, pork chops, you know, just some of the more specialty cuts. You know, you may have to venture off to find a specialty place. But no, no, the pig is the pig has a uh, a, a quite a Uh, yeah yeah, you should be fine well sources tell us here at the y'all show that when you lived in a butcher shop desert when you didn't have one around the corner from you you quickly found your way away from there and you now move you don't choose locations by location you choose it by the butcher shop closest to you (laughs) is that true I don't know. That's a rumor that's been going around. Uh, you know, uh, no, I um, I like to have a local meat market with, uh, you know, with local meat. Even better is is meat sourced from places around you. Yeah. Uh, you know, we know uh, in the south, even to this day, there's agriculture is a pretty big deal in a lot of areas, and a lot of times you can find local meat from a local maybe small time farmer and i love that that's wonderful i like to eat uh, eat things around me and support small businesses but uh again i have been in the meat market desert and uh, i may do just fine with the local grocery store (laughs) well i'll tell you what i'm no snob when it comes to meat like you are but i have had the local butcher shop that had their i guess free range cows 
and they gave them the kind of i guess grass they needed and not uh-huh. added up with a bunch of fake stuff and when right. i had that little cow chopped up to a hamburger i could taste the difference it really was yeah. a lot better <laughs> you can that's true that's uh yeah tasty i'm getting i'm getting hungry all right. I'm getting hungry talking about well, it. We're not going to talk about cows with you this week. We're going to talk okay, about piggies, okay. little piggies, okay? Yeah, so right. I go to my local butcher shop, and we, again, go back to last week, go to our archives, and hear all of Matt Herman's great information that he relayed when it came to beef. Today, we're going to get him to walk us through all the pork options at our local butcher shop, okay? So you go in. The local butcher shop that I went to had a big board of all these things up there. And one of the items listed, and I may, you may laugh, laugh hysterically when I say this. I'm just reading what's written here. They had an item called Co Sausage. C O Sausage. What in the heck is that? Oh, man. First question. You stumped me. Co Sausage. Like company sausage? I mean, what in the world is Co Sausage? Country sausage. I bet that's what it is. Typically, I mean, was it in a was it in a pile? In other words, was it not in a casing? I don't know. I didn't see it. I'm just looking at their at their menu. But I bet you that's what it is. Country sausage. Yeah, I would imagine that's what CO stands for. But you know, shoot, that's a. I don't know. That's a pretty good one. Pretty good one. Co sausage. Okay, so. Again, I don't claim to be an expert when it comes to pork products, so we'll just go with it. Country sausage. So what exactly yeah, is, good. let's assume that's what this is. What the heck is country sausage, sir? Well, I don't know. It's sausage made in the country. I, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, we can just talk about what sausage is generally, because I'm not sure what country sausage is. But guess what? I know what it is, because all sausage is very similar. Right. The thing that makes sausages different, uh, so... Particularly this, most sausage is pork based. There are some beef sausages. There are the occasional uh, lamb or you know venison sausage. Particularly hunters will go. Uh, I know many of them. They will go uh, get a deer or two or three with uh, over the course of uh, hunting season, and they will have them processed into sausage. And um, all it is is. We'll go through the different kinds of sausage, but all sausage is meat. So when you think of, when I'm saying meat, I'm talking about red lean meat that is ground up with fat. Sausage has to have fat in it and a lot of fat. And typically, even with, say, a venison sausage or a lamb sausage or any kind of sausage, you are nine times out of ten, you're going to use pork fat to grind into the sausage. If you do not, and the reason pork fat is used because it's the most delicious fat, it's also readily abundant, uh, and it melts down and renders off really, really nicely. Pork fat is, is just the best fat. Uh, but the reason you have to have fat, uh, you know, sausage, again, is, is meat, spices, and fat. Uh, that's all it is, and you've got to have a lot of of fat because if you don't, the lean meat inside the casing will simply dry up and turn into a really awful hard piece of uh chewy (laughs) jerky of sorts so you've got to have the fat ground into uh the meat and a lot of it in order to keep it moist and soft and juicy that's what you want out of a sausage so any kind of sausage is meat and and fat grind up ground up together and then shoved into a casing typically by a machine that will shoot it in 
uh, to a casing. There's natural casing and there's artificial casing. Natural casing is typically some type of intestine, usually a sheep. Um, and, you know, a lot of people wouldn't know it uh, <laughs> because it wouldn't bother you. But a natural casing is typically the intestine of an animal. And then artificial casing is, is made out of different types of, of things, plant products. But that's the essence of sausage, a lean meat, spices, salt, seasoning, and then a bunch of fat ground up together and shot as a quasi-liquid into a casing and then separated by links. So uh, when, you, when you talk about different types of sausages, the flavor and the variety, it has to do with what kind of meat's in there, what kind of spices uh, you add, and that's what determines what kind of sausage you're eating, but it is always the same. Ground up meat and fat with spices. Well, if you don't mind, Barrister, can I make a case for casing? <laughs> Let's hear it. And are you supposed to eat casing? Is it okay to eat casing? Yeah. Well, yeah. So you will definitely eat. Yeah. Yes. On a regular sauce. Well, I say regular sauce. Anytime you go to a barbecue joint um, and you order smoked sausage or uh, even if you're at a you know hot dog place or ballpark or something, you eat bratwurst or something like that, it's going to have a casing on it. Sausage always has a casing. A lot of times, you won't even notice it because it's that snappy outside portion of the sausage. Um, you know, if that's the casing, whether it's artificial or natural, it's very thin when you cook it. It does not, you know, it, it becomes easily broken down. It becomes snappy, and that's exactly. Be honest with you, it's the best part of the sausage as far as I'm concerned because you bite into it and it pops in your mouth mm. um, and it's all the juice and everything comes out. That's what you want with the sausage. So my answer is absolutely. You know, I mean, you wouldn't even be able to take the casing off of most sausage. Okay. I guess you cut around it. But, I, uh, I, yeah. I guess I'm getting a little uh, off track here thinking of bologna, which is also a pork product. Uh, that's Yeah, that's got the plastic kind of on the outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, no, you definitely don't want to eat that. Okay. The, the, red, the red stuff. Yeah, remember the red stuff on the outside of the bologna. I've chewed on that a couple times by accident. Not good. Yeah. But you can't eat it, but it's not recommended. I wouldn't recommend it. I would not recommend it. There's probably people listening right now that have probably eat, been eating that plastic casing off bologna sandwiches for a long time. They're like, what? Uh, yeah, not a good idea. All right. I don't even know what that would do to you. Yeah. Another item offered at butcher shops when it comes to pork products is pork roast. What the heck is that? Well, it could be any number of things. Uh, a pork roast. You know what? A pork roast. So anytime you hear roast, we talk about this a little bit on the beef show. There's a chuck roast. There's a pot roast. There's a rump roast. Um, the roast is just, it's code for this code for it's fat. It's got all kinds of gristle in it. It's got a lot of connective tissue. It's a cheap piece of meat and you're going to need to cook it for a very, very long time. So a pork roast could be any number of things. It could actually be part of a pork shoulder. It could be a picnic roast, which is the lower part of the pork shoulder. That's always, uh, typically used for a pulled pork barbecue as well as the butt which is also part of the shoulder, but it could be part of the butt as well. It could be part of the, uh, the ham on the back. It could be part of the kind of the rump roast area of the pig, where the pig sits down, if you will. Um, it's usually a tough, cheap piece of pork that, and there's a lot of those pork butts, a cheap piece of meat, and you got to cook it for a long piece of period of time. That's the essence of barbecue. But it's anything you've got to cook for a long period of time. It's going to have a bone in the middle of it for flavor. 
uh, could be any part of the pig, but uh, it's not something you would want to eat without cooking it down for a long period of time. Uh, that's kind of the essence of roasting anything. Uh-huh. Big piece of meat, tough, cheap, easy uh, to prepare, but you just got to cook it forever. That's kind of the essence of what a roast is. All right. Good information coming from our barbecue barrister. This is the Y'all Show where we talk to the barrister each week, and he fills us in on all kinds of great barbecue and grilling knowledge. And we're discussing all things pork here today. We're not done with the barrister. We're going to take a little break, let him think about country sausage, pork roast, and more. When we come back, speaking of country, we got another country-style pork product to ask him about, plus chops. And if time permits, we're going to get him to talk about bacon. You don't mind talking about bacon, do you? I can't wait to talk bacon. (laughs) All that is coming up. You don't want to go anywhere. This is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were, we were small, just a few of us. But it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans. But in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now, before it's too late. 
For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Tuesday edition with the barbecue barrister here on y'all y'all.com our website our number 803-816-1170 hey don't be bashful if you want to ask our barbecue barrister questions about any of this pork information he's sharing with us today if you want to go back and talk to him about beef products or anything on your barbecue radar we welcome your feedback 803-816-1170 also you can find us on the web at y'all.com we're kind of walking our way through the various pork items if you were to go down to your local butcher shop and matt hearman's we want to ask you now about something that i found at my local butcher shop that i'm not exactly sure what in the world this is but that's why we have you on here for our very graduate study course on all things pork and beef end cut chops what is the old ecc end cut chops well, first of all, it's a pork chop. Okay. So, uh, and a pork, so that's, that's kind of the most important aspect of it. A pork chop is basically a piece of the pork loin, and it generally has the bone attached. That's uh, kind of the end of the rib cage, sort of. So the loin is kind of the long, rectangular, kind of roundish piece of meat that goes down through the top, uh, area kind of if you look at the pork the pork if you look at the pig uh, looking down on his back it's kind of either side kind of below the spine near the rib cage it's a relatively tender piece of meat but a pork chop is exactly what it is you take the loin uh, the entire loin with the bone attached and you chop it into uh, in between each rib or in between each uh, bone and each one of those is a pork chop sometimes the bones removed i think it's better with the bone uh, myself so the end cut pork chop uh, is closer to the uh, closer to the back end of the pig than the shoulder. And once you get closer to the shoulder, it kind of changes. So it's a pork chop. It's, it's kind of supposed to be a more tender part of the chop. But honestly, a uh, pork chop is kind of a pork chop. It's just the only differences would be, uh, does it have a bone attached? Is it thin? Is it thick? kind of always think of, at least I do, uh, having pork chops as a kid. And, you know, you fry them in a skillet or something, and they're real thin. You can kind of pick it up with your hand and kind of eat on it and all on the bone. Uh, but pork, they're, they're a fat, 
thick pork chops with bones as well. And uh, those are very good. They're like a, it's like a steak. It's not a pork steak. That's a different thing, but it is, is like a steak. And so uh, the thickness and the bone in or bow down or bone in or bone out, those are the two main differences of pork chops. Um, but the end cut pork chop is just that. This is kind of like barbecue and cooking therapy for me talking with you each week, sir. <laughs> and so since we're kind of in a therapy session, I'm not allowed to ask dumb questions, right? Every question is a good question. Uh, no, I disagree with that. I'm just kidding. Uh, Any question you ask, John's going to be good. All right. Well, here's a question for our PhD of pork. And that <laughs> is, okay, you're talking about pork chops and a pig. So if I were to cut open your average pig, how many pork chops am I, am I going to find in a pig? Well, uh, that's a good question. So each one, if you look, so put it to you this way. However many ribs, the pig, I keep wanting to say the pork, but each one, of the, however many ribs the pig has, that's how many pork chops you're essentially going to have because the rib structure goes down. Of course, we all kind of know how ribs work. It goes around to toward the belly, protects the heart and everything. But it starts up close to the back. Um, that's kind of where your bone starts uh, is where each one of these pork chops are. So however many ribs the, pork, the pig has, that's how many chops you're going to be able to get when you stand it up and slice through. What you're essentially doing is slicing through uh, each one of the bones because there's a space between each one of the bones. So you're going to slice through each one of those uh, bones. And uh, depending on how thick you cut them, um, you know, a thin one, you could cut through a ton if you eat those little thin, thinly sliced ones. If you go thick, you're going to have less. But, uh, you know, you're going to have to slice through where the bone, where the rib bones start at the top. I would say a normal size pork chop is kind of like I said before. If you cut it as thick as, as a rib, maybe an inch or so, then, yeah, it's, it'll it'll be kind of the same size and distance and length as a rack of ribs, but you can always, so I guess I hate to use the lawyer term. The, it depends, but it kind of depends. You want a thick pork chop, you want a thin pork chop, uh, you get more thin than you can thick, but I'd say on average about as thick as a rib and probably about the same amount as, as you'd have ribs in a rack. Well, I kind of have an affinity for little piggies. And so it sounds like they're not going to, you're not going to carve up your local pig and find just one pork chop in there. No, well, you're not going to find a pork chop at all. You're going to find a, a, a loin that's surrounded by a bone and you're going to have to take that whole thing out with the bone. You can take the loin out. Uh, you can take the loin out and just have a pork loin. But if you're going to make pork chops, you can take that whole structure out and you're going to slice them. Uh, where, where, so you have a bone attached to each one of the chops. So it's not going to look like a pork chop at all. It's going to look like a long piece of meat surrounded by bone, and then you're going to run it through your 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 uh, bone saw, and you're going to create pork chops however thick you want. So it won't look like anything until you have a, a butcher or a meat cutter get a hold of it and slice it uh, horizontally. So I'm glad I asked that question. So, again, you're going to have to have an industrial-type saw to even come up with a pork chop you can't pull out your swiss army knife and make pork chop <laughs> no it's gonna take it's gonna take a hacksaw or something to get through that bone yeah it's uh yeah you can it's gonna take yeah it's gonna take something pretty strong put it that way all right 
y'all we're not just talking about going down to your local butcher it sounds like you need to go down to your local hardware store and get you a couple of saws here if you want to do it upright with the barrister of bodacious barbecue we're visiting with matt hermans we're talking about pork products here today on the y'all show and hey at my local butcher shop that good old co word pops back up we're not talking about co sausage here country sausage matt they've had at my local butcher shop they've got something called country style ribs oh yeah okay and i bet you probably looked at them and said those don't look like any ribs i've ever had and uh you would be exactly right because Country style ribs, breaking news here, are not ribs. Whoa, whoa. You got to be fake news here on the Y'all Show. (laughs) I like to clear it up. Yeah, country style ribs are, they're also called button ribs. You don't really see that term very often, but it it is kind of, it's the end of the loin close to the pork shoulder, and it's kind of at the top of the rib cage. So it's, almost all meat and there's these little kind of uh it's actually part of the shoulder blade that's the end of the country style rib and not a rib at all so when you the long and the short of it is a country style rib is a piece of meat that's essentially all meat there's no rib bone running down the middle of it like you would like a rib you know a rib has a rib bone. that's why it's a rib but a country style rib is a piece of meat that's up close to the shoulder blade and actually has a little piece of the blade at the top and there's no bone running through it. So it is a, I wouldn't say it's a common cut, but it's, it's usually a country style rib. You can definitely find them. You can even find them in grocery stores and not uh, butcher shops from time to time. They have to be cooked very carefully uh, because they can get real dry, real tough. You've got to cook them for a long period of time. They're generally not prepared in the way that you would prepare typically uh, typical barbecue, uh, a spare rib or a pork rib, or a, pardon me, a baby back rib, because there's no bone and because it can be a very tough piece of meat. So a lot of times when people cook country-style ribs, they will do it in a completely different method, cook it, braise it for a long period of time with some liquids. People will put some uh, sauce in there and cook it down slowly for a long period of time until it starts to get tender and fall apart. Uh, they can be used as kind of a base seasoning for, um, you know, a, a stock or a stew. Or they can even be kind of cooked up, cut thin and cooked up, uh, fried up thin to eat like a breakfast deal. But not a rib. It does have a little piece of shoulder blade in there that's kind of the only bony part of it. Uh, it can be very tough. It's got to be cooked low and slow for a long period of time. And you're not going to really see this on a barbecue menu at a barbecue place ever. It's a very... It's just, it's a strange piece of meat and not a rib. So, you know, there you go. So why would someone even want to eat country style ribs? What do you eat them with? How do you prepare them? Well, they're not, they're, now I should, I'm not going to say they're not good. If they're prepared properly, they can be very good. It's just a totally different piece of meat than a rib. So I've seen country style ribs uh, marinated. I've seen them cooked in a skillet along with eggs and bacon. Uh, I've seen them just cooked down and rendered out as flavoring. I've seen uh, cured country-style ribs, where they're cured with kind of like how a ham is cured, and then sliced slowly to add as a seasoning or even as kind of like a, uh, almost like a cured ham product to add flavor. 
Uh, there's a lot of different things you can do with a country style rib. It's just when you hear the word rib, you're not going to pick it up and eat, or, eat around it like a bone. It's just not that kind of meat. It's it's a very different piece of meat. And it's part of the shoulder, really. So there's a lot of different things you can do with it. It's just, you're just not going to put it on a smoker with rub and then serve it on a plate at a barbecue joint. It's not, not, not the way to do it. So, Matt, when I'm wanting to get out there and make some great barbecue, but I'm also wanting to have some good fixings to go along with my barbecue, and I want to make up a mess of greens, some good collard or turnip greens. A lot of times people put what's called a ham hock in that oh, greens yeah. pot. So what is that? Is that country-style ribs that's going in there? What is a ham hock? No, no. no ham hock. We're going to go away from the shoulder. The country-style ribs kind of up by the shoulder. We're going to go all the way back down to, let's see the best way to. So the ham hock is. I want to say the knee, <laughs> the knee of the pig okay. on, the, on the back. Uh, if the ham is kind of the upper thigh and um, booty, then the uh, uh, that's the funny thing, too. The pork butt is the shoulder and the butt of the pig is a ham. So it's kind of funny. But the uh, the hawk is actually below the ham on the leg. It's almost, yeah, it's almost the, you think of a, I hate to use a person, but if you think of your own knee, the hawk would be kind of the knee up to the mid thigh. That's kind of what it is on the pig. And usually, um, it's a very flavorful thing. It's not something again. It's not something you're going to grill or bite into. It can be very, very tough. And, um, and yeah, it has a lot of flavor. And a lot of people, a lot of times, when you buy a ham hock at the store to put in your greens, which is the way to do it, um, they're going to be smoked and salted already. So you're essentially adding smoky, salty pork flavor to your grain or your bean. Um, tons of flavor. Uh, there's really you're, you're going to be hard pressed to find a raw uh, hawk at your <laughs> store. They're almost always they're almost always going to be dark brown, previously smoked and salted because it's a flavor bomb. Anything you add it to is going to taste delicious and porky. And Matt, I don't see that offered at my local butcher shop, and I think I know why. Because you're telling me at the grocery store they come already seasoned and all that, and the right. butcher shops don't really get into seasoning and adding other stuff and even cooking. They're all yeah. about raw meat. Well, that's that's yeah, that's that's true. Some occasionally you'll find a meat uh, butcher shop or a meat market that does a little barbecue on the side. But no, you're right. The ham hock is usually pre cooked, pre smoked. Uh, pre-season and that's what it's for yeah i mean you wouldn't putting a kind of a putting a raw uh hawk into something wouldn't 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 impart a whole lot of flavor uh yeah you might get some porky flavor out of it but you really want that smoke and seasoning off the hawk and it works great too because the hawk is so tough i mean it, it is kind of like a knee <laughs> it's, it's almost like a joint it doesn't. It, it will stay in there, and it will cook down for a long period of time. It doesn't just immediately fall apart. So it really, it really is kind of perfect for seasoning a pot. We're talking with a barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hermans, and Matt. For anybody that's just now tuning in who's never heard you here on the Y'all Show, they're sitting here thinking, "Now, where did this guy get his PhD in pork? How does he know all this stuff? And how do I trust this guy?" How do you answer the smart Alex of the world who don't think you know what you're talking about? Well, I don't know. It's kind of a, uh, you should trust me because, uh, you know, <laughs> you kind of vouch for yourself. It's kind of circular, but, uh, 
I don't know. I love this stuff. I, you know, I, I love it. I've been, uh, been smoking meat and uh, I've been completely in love with Southern barbecue. Some people smoke marijuana. You smoke pigs. Yeah, I just smoke pigs. That's right. Uh, but I've been doing it for a long time. I love it. I'm, I am intensely interested in uh, different types of barbecue across the South and where it came from and how it's done. And You know, it's one of those things. You love it. You love something like that. It just, the knowledge just comes and you can't get enough of it. You can't eat enough of it. It's just, uh, you know, I've been working on it my whole life. Maybe one day I will get that PhD. <laughs> well, my response is to the smart alecks of the world, the guys and gals out there who say, this Herman's guy, I don't trust what he's saying. How does, how does he know this? My challenge is, hey, if you don't believe him, then just go down and get your local pig and you start cooking and you tell me if he's wrong or right. Because there's one surefire way to tell if he's right, and that is to do it yourself and say, you know what? It's really not his kneecap. It's his Achilles heel is <laughs> where you'll find the hammock. I'm just kidding. I don't know if pigs oh, no, have that, Achilles heels. That's the that's the uh, um, the uh, uh, the hoof, the um, the pickled pig's foot. That's, oh. that's, that's lower down. That's another. That's a pretty unique thing, but that's another part of the pig you might be able to find at a grocery store in the south. Is they're pickled pig's foot, yeah. which is exactly what you think it is, and not available at most butcher shops because again, that is something you got to cook up before you serve it. Matt, we have run out of time with you this week. We didn't get a chance to talk about bacon. We didn't have a chance to talk about what you mentioned earlier, something called a pork steak. So if you don't mind, can we put you back in the freezer and pull you out next week for more discussion about pork products? I don't mind. (laughs) Matt Hermans, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. Well, that will wrap up our y'all show here on this Tuesday. Thank you, barrister. Thank you for all of you for tuning in to the show that's all about the South. We'll be right back here Wednesday with ACC Sports to discuss. We'll have some great country music news coming from Precious Harris. And we even have a great country music artist stopping by. The great T. Graham Brown is going to be joining us from Nashville. We're going to learn about his great career that he had a couple of number ones back in the 80s. And he's just got awards from Arkansas and he got an award. He got crowned in Bell Buckle, Tennessee recently. And he's a king. And we'll talk about it with T. Graham Brown, country music great on our Wednesday y'all you don't want to miss it until that time have a great rest of your day and thank you for listening to y'all talk with a southern accent Blue Star medicated ointment gets five star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections it really works on the summer rashes I get every year I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it can overpower you. 
overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away. So you can get back to running, throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, CrossFit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Use as directed. Just a few years ago, Mozambique's Nyasa National Reserve in Southern Africa was a danger zone for elephants. Organized gangs of poachers took them down by the thousands for their ivory tusks. Conservationists and governments got together to eliminate poaching. Today, Nyasa hasn't lost a single elephant in more than a year. With your support, we can keep places like Nyasa safe. Find out more at 96elephants.org. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.